What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. What is going on, friends? Nick Person here. I get the privilege of being one of the pastors here at New Vision, and I am thankful, as always, that you have joined us as we journey through the book of Acts. Acts is one of my favorite books just because we get an inside, behind-the-scenes look at how this thing that we get to experience called the church really got its start. We know the foundation and the cornerstone of the bride is Jesus himself, but I love Acts because it shows what the people of God did in response to God and how they walked out his ways and how they were a part of this beautiful community called the church. And so if this is your first time with us, we're going to go through uh, a section of scripture. I'm going to give some feedback throughout the reading of it, and then really hopefully we'll give some practical takeaways as we navigate going forward. And so I'm going to be reading out of the NIV version, and so if your Bible reads a little bit differently than mine does, it's probably because we're reading a different translation. But we're going to be in Acts chapter 3, beginning in verse 1 and going through verse number 10. And so here we go. Let's begin. Acts 3, verse 1 says this, Now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. Let me pause. Peter and John, even though they were Peter and John, disciples of Jesus, still did what every believer has been called to do, is be a part of the community of believers. That's a very important part of of what we do and how God has um, leveraged and used the church to encourage those who are in it. And so I love that Peter and John are going to do the customary thing to do. They are going to spend time in the temple. Verse 2, And a man lame from birth was being carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple that is called the beautiful gate, to ask alms for those entering the temple. This gentleman, every day of his life, he had someone carry him to the entrance gate, uh, the beautiful gate to the temple. And what he would do there is he would beg. He would beg for money. He would beg for sustenance. But what I notice in the text is he's not begging for healing. He's not beg- begging for restoration. Because I probably, and I'm kind of reading into this a little bit, he probably had given up hope that he would ever walk. So he just thought that the status quo was what he was going to be walking in for the rest of his life. And I wonder for you, I wonder if you have given up hope. I wonder if today you find yourself in a place where hope has left the building. And I wonder today if maybe the Lord's trying to remind you that because of what he has done, Hope never leaves the building. And so maybe that's just a reminder. Maybe that's what you needed to hear today. But I want to remind you that there is always hope because of Jesus. Let's keep going. Verse number three. Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive alms. And Peter directed his gaze at him as did John. Here's what I love. I love that Peter and John were walking slow enough to look at him. Not just gaze at them, not just take a quick look at them, but to look at him. When you look at people, you see people. And I know that's not a profound thought, but I want you to think about how busy you are, how, how quickly we rush and don't acknowledge people, don't see people, don't say hello to people. 
because we have something else to do. And Peter and John had something else to do. They were going to church, um, but they weren't rushing. And I love that because I've been often reminded that I am called to walk in an unhurried pace with Jesus. That's difficult at times because there's always the bottom line that I'm trying to accomplish. But I love those moments when I'm able to walk slow enough where I can see all that I need to see and engage in all that I need to engage in. Um, They directed his gaze at him as did John and said, look at us. And he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. This man was anticipating getting some money or some food or something of that sort. He wasn't anticipating his life being changed. What do you think about that? This man woke up this morning doing the same thing he had always did, not expecting an encounter with the king, but that's exactly what he's about to get. Verse six. But Peter said, I have no silver and gold, but what I do have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. Okay, there's so many things. This is one of those loaded statements, one of these loaded verses. And so notice Peter goes, hey, I don't have money. I don't have silver. I don't have gold. I don't have any of those things. But what I do have, the word of God, the spirit of God, an encounter with God, what I do have, what the Lord has given me, I'm going to give to you. I want you to hear me and hear me playing. Okay. I want you to understand that so often we compare what we do have to what others have, and then we won't offer what we have because we feel as if what we have is less than. You are not called to offer what somebody else has. You're not called to offer their gifts, their talents, their means, their resources. That is not what God has invited you to offer. What he has invited you to offer is all that you have, and you do have something to offer. You might go, Nick, how do you know that? Nick, how do you, you don't know me, you don't know my story, but I do know my king, and I do know that my king has given you good gifts, that he has placed things within you, that he has entrusted to you things, that he has invited you to steward best and just to offer them. I love that Peter just goes, hey, I don't have this. I don't have this. But what I do have, I give to you. I'm going to give you everything I have. And when he does that, the Lord, hear me, the Lord does something with his offering. This is not just Peter's power. This is not just Peter having this supernatural moment. This is what God is doing through Peter's offering. He says, what I do have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise and walk. Verse 7, wait for it. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up, and immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. And leaping up, he stood and began to walk and entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. This man was healed. His physical healing is a picture of his spiritual healing. This man is jumping and leaping and bounding. Why? Because the Lord used what Peter and John offered in a supernatural way to do supernatural things. You have no idea how the Lord is going to use what you have. You have no idea how he is going to work in the midst of someone else's life through you. But what we do know is that he has invited us to offer all that he has. The only thing that is required of you is obedience. You do not know what's on the other side of your obedience. So be obedient. So for you moms out there, offer what you have. For those teachers out there, offer what you have. 
for those who are working with their hands often, offer what you have. For those sisters, brothers, bosses, all of the in-between, offer what you have because you have no idea how the Lord is going to use what you have. And so why don't you trust it to his hand so that he can use it in mighty ways? This man's life was changed because Peter and John offered what they had. And then notice that he joined them in the temple. He couldn't help but worship the king who had healed him. He couldn't help but leap and dance because of what God had done in his life. And he also was walking with Peter and John. He had community with them. Notice that they didn't run away from him once he could walk. No, why? Because he still needed more, right? And so they continued to walk with him to the temple and he began to praise God and leaping. Notice this. And all the people saw him walking and praising God and recognized him as the one who sat at the beautiful gate at, of the temple asking for alms. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Do you see what also happened? Like not only was his man's life changed, but the people who were around him, their lives were impacted in a great way. This is multiplication. Jesus is all about multiplication. See, he multiplied obedience in ways that Peter and John could have never imagined. They're like, isn't this the guy who was always begging for food? And notice that most people will try to identify you by your struggles or your shortcomings. But notice that Jesus identifies this guy by name and purpose and identity that is rooted in him. And the same is true for you and I. We are not named and identified by our failures or how we fall short. Jesus calls us by our name and he has given us a new identity in him. And so that is what we are known by. And that is now what we get to walk in. So walk well in who you are today and know that as you do so, as you praise and as you leap and as you worship the king while doing so, there will be people that take notice because doing that gives off the aroma of the kingdom of God. And once you smell a sweet aroma, you want to see the source and the source is the king. So today, I pray that you will use what you have for the glory of the king and leave the results up to him. Know this. I hope you will join us as we continue on this journey tomorrow. I hope that you feel encouraged and I hope that you will continue to walk well with the king, fixing your eyes and hands open to let the king use all that you have for his glory. We love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. You guys go and be blessed. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.